Good morning. My name is Michael. I'm one of the pastors here, and we are very excited to have you with us on this Christmas Eve morning. Um, it is a uh, cold and dreary morning outside, uh, which normally means uh, people stay home uh, it, around here. We understand. It's okay. Uh, but we are very excited to have you with us today on this day that we get to begin the celebration in earnest uh, with Jason Weaver and all people uh, celebrating uh, the birth of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Uh, a few announcements before I, I get started. Actually, just one. You might have noticed uh, during the course of our series that we have had artwork in the back, and it has grown throughout the course of our series. We have added things to it. Today uh, is the day that we will hopefully be getting rid of those. Uh, to you, uh, essentially. We are having a silent auction. Yes, I know. Some of you might be thinking of Jesus in the temple, turning over the money changers' tables. I don't think this is the same thing. At least that's what I'm going with. Uh, so we would love for you to go back there and look uh, at some of the beautiful artwork, some of those incredible uh, sculpted rock angels uh, that are back there, uh, beautifully done um, by some woman. Um, oh, it's my mom. That's right. I uh, did those. Uh, good work, Mom. And... Uh, I know she's actually in the audience today. Uh, and, and we would love for you just to look at them, and if God leads it, if you haven't bought your wife or your spouse or your in-laws or anybody something and you need a last-minute gift, it's a great artwork back there. We have uh, Marianne Hollingshead is one of the artists. She is the artist who did all of our crosses. She is shown in many uh, different galleries, uh, I know around town and around Texas and probably uh, nationally as well, a uh, very well-known artist. Uh, Mary Barker is, uh, is a local artist here that, uh, that is a, a wonderful young woman who painted the, the big, huge one in the middle. And Sarah Carroll, who's on staff with us, did something. Uh, Cooper Beal, is Co- I saw Cooper earlier. Cooper, are you in here right now? He was singing, actually. He was one of the kids singing. Uh, he has uh, drawn us a great uh, Away in a Manger scene, uh, which is wonderful. And if his parents don't buy that, uh, Wow. That is bad. I hope. I don't see the deals in here. I saw his dad in here earlier, too. But, uh, yeah, you better buy it. Seriously. Um, and, uh, and just many others. Nancy McWhorter did. She's a member of our community, did something. And I just want to thank all the artists uh, that did something. Yes, thank you. I know that myself having nary an art bone in my body, uh, that takes a lot of time and effort and thought. And actually, with artists, it takes part of pouring themselves out into it. So I really appreciate uh, all who participated in this uh, and the San Antonio Express News uh, who donated all the photographs. Uh, we appreciate all of their, uh, their hard work and effort and generosity. And the, fu- the, the money that we receive from these will, uh, sales will go to Fishing Under the Bridge to buy coats and things like that for the homeless downtown this winter season. Last Sunday when I said that and it was 80 degrees, didn't seem that necessary. Uh, but this weekend, I think it's a great thing to remember those people. Uh, and we will have, again, Fishing Under the Bridge is going downtown tomorrow to feed on Christmas Day. If you're interested in that, uh, you can see me after the service and I'll hook you up with that. So that, that's it for the announcements. If this is your first time here and you're wondering what the heck we're doing with uh, a Target Christmas, somebody called it. It looks like a Target Christmas set going on there. Uh, Yes, it, this is uh, our, our series, Excelsis Deo. And basically what we've been doing over the past few weeks is kind of bringing back memories of some Christmas carols. 
some songs that we've been singing since you were a little kid. Every year you sing these songs, Away in a Manger. Everybody sings that song. Hark the Herald Angels Sing. Uh, Joy to the World, as we did today. O Come, O Come, Emmanuel. Silent Night. Those Christmas carols that have been around forever that we all sing. And they bring forth memories to each of us. They bring to light something that, that we've been holding on to. I remember uh, when well, I went to St. John Newman in Lubbock, Texas. It was a Catholic school. Uh, right there on the loop has those big, huge windmills now, if you've ever driven by there. And I remember doing this uh, Christmas program type deal in, the, in our cafeteria or in our gym and singing some of these songs. I think Hark the Herald Angels Sing, I remember. That one really brings to mind that, uh, that wonderful school. And then having, I think we had a pancake supper afterwards or something like that. That might not be what happened, but that's what I remember. And, and for me, it brings, you know, kind of the Vermont Christmas scene. Uh, which is where you are now. You're no longer in South Texas. But all of these songs have a meaning to us in some way. And a lot of times that meaning takes the place of what is truly in the songs. It takes the place of the words and the theology, if you will, that these carols have inside of them. We put aside what the song is really about and, and put it into our own terms and we see it in our own light in our own way. So through this series, we've been trying to rediscover some of the most well-known Christmas carols. We've been trying to look at them with new eyes through art, through song, through dance a couple of weeks ago or last week, through a drama, through different means. We've been trying to see these songs in a new light. And hopefully this Christmas season, you will experience the birth of Christ in a new way. I don't know about you, but... I'm, you know, do you see tomorrow as the finish line? Are you, are you like me? You see tomorrow as the finish line? You've been working and working and trying to get things ready and, and everything together and you have your family over if you're doing that and parties and different things and tomorrow you can't wait because you can go, the season is over. Maybe, maybe you're not like that with me. I, I love this season and, and I, I can't wait for it. Jenna and I usually start decorating the house uh, on Thanksgiving weekend. We put things up, and from that time on, I begin to listen to Christmas music uh, nonstop. In my office, I play it over the Internet. Uh, at home, I play it over uh, the TV thing that we have. And I, I just play Christmas carols and Christmas songs and listen to Bing Crosby and Nat King Cole and, and all those guys nonstop for an entire month. i got to tell you, yesterday I was done with it. This is really the first year that I was listening to some Christmas music, and I was like, oh, this is kind of annoying me now. It's the first year that I've had this experience, but I got to the point where I was tired of being Crosby, and I, I know I'm glad you're sitting down for that, because I don't know, I've never thought of myself as that kind of person, but tired of being Crosby. How can you be tired of being Crosby? He's white Christmas. He is Christmas. I just kind of... I just kind of got sick of it all. And I've been watching the 25 Days of Christmas on, uh, I think it's on Hallmark or Lifetime. Those two channels on my cable network are right next to each other, and they've had a Christmas movie on pretty much 24 hours a day for a month. I've been watching one of them, recording them, coming back and watching them later. I've been so christmas up that I am full and to the point where I'm like, oh, just let it be done. Last night in our house, we had uh, 11 people and three dogs. Um, we don't have that big of a house. Uh, really, I thought we did until they, they all came. Um, and then the house just went. 
and it was there you know some of them are here and it was a joyful time you know it was fun it was great there was no tension whatsoever never when family gets together is there but it's to the point where i'm like ah oh, can we just relax and for us that that work at a church that serve at a church it's a little different i'll be here till midnight tonight uh, doing things i will go home i'll come back for another service go home come back for another service i'll be i'll be done at midnight hopefully in bed before Santa arrives. But I'm kind of done with it. I, I've kind of lost, I've, there's somewhere in me that the switch went off and I went, let's get it done. I, I, don't know, I don't know if you're like that. There's this story that a lot of people forward me these cute little God stories and thank you so much for doing that. I got to tell you, most of them go straight to the delete uh, button. I don't read many forwards, um, even if, especially if it says you have to read this. <laughs> gone. Um, I know that's an authority issue I have in myself, but one of them that, that I read was about this woman who's shopping and she's in the mall and she's just carrying all these packages and she's been waiting in register lines all, you know, all day long and fighting with people for things. You know how the mall is a wonderful time at this time of year. And so she goes up and she gets to the elevator and she's just, just about done with it. And the doors open and it's just packed full of people. She says, great. And, you know, the people in there feel her pain because they're all going through it. And they kind of squeeze together, you know, and make a little room for her to walk in with all of her packages. And she gets in there and um, she's standing there. And I'm sure she turns around because you, you have to face one way in the elevator. And, and so she's standing there facing the doors. The doors close and she mutters something. Whoever thought of this Christmas thing should be taken outside and shot. People are like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, agreeing with her. And then somebody in the back said, it's okay, lady, they already crucified him. I think we miss the joy of Christmas sometimes because we miss the Christ in must. I know that was cheesy right there, but we miss Christ in all of this. We kind of we block him out and, and pull forward other things. Joy to the world. It's a song that talks about, it's one of those songs that speaks of joy. It's a joyful song. It's a song that is expressing gratitude and thanks for Christ, for God. And yet towards the end of the season, towards the end of Christmas, it starts to becoming one of those annoying songs. We've lost the meaning of Christmas. Again and again, this is something that you know preachers will always say, and the radical right is hollering at stores for for saying happy holidays instead of Merry Christmas. And there's all these political issues with it. And there's all these, you know, commercial issues with it. But for me, it's a spiritual issue. There are times when I lose sight of what it's truly about. I have to make sure the lights are on my house and they look nice. And if a bulb's out, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to fix that. I'm going to, I have a, a little file cabinet full of um, inside Christmas lights, extra ones, and fuses, and outside Christmas lights and fuses. Oh, I'm ready for any outage whatsoever. And then on the inside, you know, you have to make sure all the ornaments are hung and, you know, get my Norwegian uh, nativity scene just set up right. And, you know, all these things, I focus on the house and the presentation of Christmas, and a lot of times I forget about Christmas. Joy to the world. This song was written uh, over 300 years ago by a guy named Isaac Watts. And he wrote it about Psalm 98. If you have your Bible, open up to Psalm 98. 
pretty much right in the middle. Sing a new song to the Lord, for he has done wonderful deeds. He has won a mighty victory by his power and holiness. The Lord has announced his victory and has revealed his righteousness to every nation. He has remembered his promise to love and be faithful to Israel. The whole earth has seen the salvation of our God. Shout to the Lord, all the earth. Break out in praise and sing for joy. Sing your praise to the Lord with a harp, with a harp and melodious song, with trumpets and the sound of the ram's horn. Make a joyful symphony before the Lord the King. Let the sea and everything in it shout his praise. Let the earth and all living things join in. Let the rivers clap their hands in glee. Let the hills sing out their songs of joy before the Lord. For the Lord is coming to judge the earth. He will judge the world with justice and the nations with fairness. Sing to the Lord a new song. That's what this time of year is all about. The first line in Joy to the World says, Joy to the world, the Lord has come. If you think about what happened when Christ came, when the King came here on earth, there were some people that weren't very happy about it. Specifically, King Herod. When King Herod heard about the approaching, the coming of this king, this king of kings, he was a little jealous. King Herod was not the nicest of gentlemen in the first place. He had killed three of his sons because he was worried that they were going to try and usurp his power, so he took care of them. And when he heard about this child, he ordered the death of children all over the region where the child was to come from because he was worried. He didn't want to accept the king. He didn't want to accept Christ. He wanted to hold on to himself. Yeah, Joy to the world, the Lord has come. When's the last time you truly thought about Christ as your king? When's the last time you truly sat down and thought about the coming of this baby child means I have a new king in my life. I have a new director in my world. When's the last time you've really acquiesced to that? Because, in essence, that's what you do. Everybody has a Lord. Everybody has a king. For some of us, it's ourselves. We take on these selfish desires and selfish tendencies and we look only to ourselves and think that we are the king of our world, that we know what is right, that we know what our path is, that we know. We are the king, a lot of us think. This song talks about the coming of Christ, the coming of the king. The king of kings. You know, if you truly want to experience joy, you have to first recognize this first stanza. That the king has come. That the Lord has been born to us. What is it the angel says? I bring you good news of great joy that today in the town of Bethlehem, a child is born. Yes, the Messiah. You must know the king. Put aside whatever it is you think you know about yourself, whatever it is that you are lording, and know that he is the king. 
If you truly want joy in your life, you have to do that. That's the first step. The second stanza talks about the Savior reigning. Joy to the world, the Savior reigns. Because here's the thing, and when I was looking at this, I, I kind of meshed these two together, but really it's two separate things. One, an acknowledgement of Christ as King. And then the second one, an allowance of Christ to rule over you. See, that's two different things. I didn't, I didn't really think so at first, but it, but it really is two separate things. Christ, there's a lot of people that see Christ as the King, Christ as God, Christ as the Savior, and there it ends. It stops right there. I think, for example, of the rich young ruler who came and met with Christ, and he comes up and he says, Messiah, he says, Teacher, what must I do in order to follow you? He says, Obey the commandments. And the guy goes, I have. And he says, well, then give away everything you have and come back and follow me. And he's like, whoa, uh, you lost me on that one. This is, by the way, my interpretation. See, the rich young guy, the rich young man, was able to acknowledge Christ as the teacher. He was able to acknowledge Christ as king, but he wasn't willing to allow Christ to rule over him. He wasn't willing to let the Savior reign. A lot of us have had parties throughout this season. We're coming into the new year and there will be parties coming up in the new year. A lot of us believe in Christ and we feel like Christ is our Savior, but here's kind of the, the litmus test, if you will. How are you living your life outside of these walls? How are you living your life outside of the company of church people? Are you allowing Christ to rule your life so that everything you say, everything you do represents him? Your entire world is a reflection of the love of Christ. I tell you, I fail on this all the time. I fail on this quite frequently because... I'm a pretty selfish guy when it comes down to it. And I'm a pretty insecure guy when it comes down to it. And if you've been here for any length of time, you know that sarcasm is kind of of my uh, go-to reaction. That sarcasm is uh, always always close to my tongue. And and usually when someone says something, my first reaction is going to be a sarcastic one. And that's not always a good thing. That's why Jenna follows me around a lot of times like this. (laughs) Waiting for me to say that one thing to go... A lot of times how you carry yourself tells a lot about who your king is. There are many times in my life when I fail God, not just as a pastor, but as one of his children, as one of his followers. There are many times in my life when people look at how I carry myself. They look at my actions. They look at my language maybe they look at I I don't know what it is but they look at me and they see Christ and they're like well that's just ridiculous that guy doesn't follow Christ if he does I don't want to be any part of that he says one thing on Sunday morning and I look at him if you truly want to experience joy in your life you have to allow Christ 
to reign in your life. Because at those times when I think I know what's going on in my life and I begin, I take it off of cruise control and I'm driving in manual and I know the path that has, that God has laid out before me, I'm like, yeah, this is where you're taking me, God. At those times when I'm going on my own and I'm failing God, I'm not very joyful. I've lost the joy of being one of his children. I feel guilty. I feel burdened. I allow the world to weigh down on me. When Christ is there going, let it go. Let me rule your life. Let me rule your world. And you will experience joy. Now, I'm talking about joy, not happiness. There's a difference between the two. Happiness is one of those things that's dependent upon the circumstances. You're happy when you're in a great situation, when, you're, when things are going well, when your football team wins state, you're happy. Joy is something that is not dependent upon the circumstances. Joy is an inner quality, an inner feeling inside of you that regardless of what's going on in your world, you, you have a sense of joy in your life. Joy is when you are sick with a disease and the doctors can't figure it out. And you're in the hospital, in and out, in and out. Joy is knowing where you're going regardless of what happens. Joy is knowing that Christ is walking there alongside of you. You might not be happy with the situation, but you can be filled with joy because Christ dwells inside of you. This song is kind of a direction for how to live your life, really, in Christ. Acknowledge that Christ is king. Allow him to rule your life. And then he will rule with truth and grace, the last stanza says. He will rule with truth and grace. This sermon turned out to be a a little bit heavier than I like. (laughs) For some reason, I don't know. Took a different direction. This is one of those songs that, that, that when you sing it, you kind of miss a lot of times its message. God wants you to be joyful this season. God wants you to forget about the parties and forget about the lists and forget about the things that you have to get ready before the season's over and forget about the fact that somebody got you a present but you didn't get them one and forget about the fact that you sent somebody a Christmas card and they didn't send you one and And whatever it is that you think about, because people think about a lot of weird stuff at this time of year, whatever it is that you're thinking about and worrying about and allowing you to feel burdened this season, let it go. Just let it go. Allow Christ to live and dwell inside of you that you might experience the joy he brings Allow Christ, the sweet baby child, sweet baby Jesus, to dwell inside of you. That you might experience joy like you have never experienced it before. 37% of people who were polled in a recent survey said that Christmas was all about Christ. 44% said it was all about spending time with family. 
It's amazing how we have lost sight of what this season is truly about. We have allowed the world to put blinders on us so that all we see is what we're getting, what we're giving, how we look, the parties we're invited to or not invited to. All we see are the lines, the traffic. All we see is tension amongst family members. All we see are the things that the world wants you to see. Open your eyes to the Christ child. Open your eyes to the joy that Christ is wanting to give you, wanting to bring you. Open your eyes to the joy of the world, Jesus Christ. If you've never experienced that joy, if you've never taken a moment to just lay everything down at the cross, I just want to give you a moment right now to do that. If you would, just indulge me and everybody close your eyes. You know, this season we celebrate the baby child. But the reason we celebrate the child is for what he did as a man. For the life that he led, for the things that he told us, for the things that he taught us. For his death on that cross. For his resurrection. For his promise of eternal life. That is what this celebration of Christmas is all about. It's about the wholeness of God. If you've never known that, just right now in your heart, in your mind, just, just say these words. Lord, forgive me for trying to do things on my own. For turning my back on you and wrapping my arms around the world. God, I ask you into my life today. I ask you in as the King, my Savior, that you might reign in my life. And Lord, I know that it will not always be an easy journey. That happiness will not always be there. But God, I know that as I make this decision, joy will always be there. I thank you and I praise you. Amen.